0: Is this the best time to go house hunting? What's happening in the housing market right now is just frustrating.
1: A lot of mixed signals coming from the housing market. Decode this for us and what it means.
0: The issue, if you're trying to buy, is that there just isn't even inventory out
1: there. Come
0: to find out your resource for all things real estate. Current market terms you'll hear and see during a transaction. What to do and not to do once you're in contract. Interviews with industry partners to help you choose who you want on your home team home team. Now, here's your host, Sarah Trass. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Come to Find Out. Um, this week, we are talking with Amy Kelly, who is a local certified financial planner and a certified di- divorce financial analyst. So, she obviously uh, is able to kind of help with um, anything, <laughs> financial planning. But, you know, as I shared at the beginning of this year, you know, I'm really trying to focus on um, how to help, uh, you know, divorced couples, uh, especially, you know, women kind of going through the divorce process and helping them to come out um, financially stable on the other side. So um, I was referred to Amy by several people, actually. (laughs) So it was clear that we were meant to meet. So um, thank you so much for taking time to meet with me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super
1: excited to be here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, So certified financial planner. So how long have you been doing that? And kind of what does that that entail? Yes.
1: So I've been a financial planner slash financial advisor for, gosh, it's been almost 25 years now. Oh wow. Yeah. And I've had the CFP designation for about 20 years. So really all things financial planning. I help my clients plan for retirement, um, look at their investment strategy, do income tax planning, protection strategies, you know, make sure folks have enough life insurance or disability. Um, We think about long term care and how to pay for that for older folks. And then, of course, estate planning, you know, do you have all your beneficiary designations correct? And I know you spoke with an estate planning attorney earlier this year. Um, So we kind of, we coordinate all the estate planning um, strategies that the attorneys put into place. Yeah, that's um, interesting because that is one of the people that referred me to was the estate um, attorney.
0: So do you work um, closely with estate attorneys kind of in what you're doing,
1: like with your your Full financial plan. Yeah, absolutely. We will, you know, I'll refer folks to estate planning attorneys if they don't have their own attorney or, you know, once they go to the attorney and the attorney, you know, does the will and power of attorney documents and if there's a trust that's needed, um, the attorneys really draft those documents. And then it's typically up to the individual to make sure the beneficiary designations are correct and title of assets. Um, You know, most of the time the attorneys that I work with do a really good job of helping their clients coordinate, but some attorneys just, you know, hand them the book of documents and then they're off and running and that's like a small portion of their estate plan. So folks really need to make sure it's implemented and that's where we come in.
0: Yeah, I love that. So walk me through kind of the process. Like if someone was to come to you, um, you know, I know when people come to me, I sit down and I do a buyer's consultation or a listing consultation, you know, depending on whether they're trying to buy or sell. Um, So when people come to you, what do you, you know, what does it typically look like? I mean, obviously every client is different, but what's a typical,
1: you know, session with you look like? Yeah, that's a great question. So we sit down, you know, we'll sit down with anyone, you know, free of course and no obligation and really talk to folks. I start off, you know, what are your goals, what are your concerns, why are you here, um, what do you think about your finances? Again, short-term goals, long-term goals, and then we talk about if we can help. Some folks, you know, want to do, a you know, a, a, tr- a financial plan um, that entails, like I said, like going through projections, cash flow projections, and income tax projections, and getting into the estate planning. And other folks just, you know, want help managing their investments with a little bit of financial planning on the side. So we really, you know, have that first meeting and figure out what direction we're going to go with the folks.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, So do you think that you typically like help more women or men really? Gosh, that's
1: a good question. You know, it's typically couples. Okay. And women and men.
0: (laughs) You like that answer? I love that. I love that.
1: So, yeah. everyone. Everyone, yeah. yeah. There's no. I, can, I, I mean, I can't say that I've helped more women than men.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. No, I think that's good for people to know because, you know, I think sometimes. Uh, you know, especially men, you know, will hear a woman and they're like, oh, she must only work with women. And it's right. like, no,
1: no, like I, I, you know, we're not man haters here. Right, <laughs> right. No, I mean, there's been, you know, lots of women executives or, you know, they're the bread earners. And a lot of times they come with a man. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to make sure we work with them well as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my practice, actually, I have a male business partner. Okay. So he and I work together when we get into the divorce stuff. Um, he doesn't typically work on on that. Um, but you know, I think it's good. I don't yeah. have an all women practice or anything like that. I think, you know, men are important also. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> agree. I agree.
0: And you know, I stated that also when I shared with, you know, my audience, like I'm not a man hater. <laughs> like I just right. know that, you know, unfortunately a lot of times, you know, in a divorce situation, women are the ones that you know, either have been stay-at-home moms, um, you know, or haven't been in the workforce for a while and just need to like kind of know how to become financially stable. Absolutely. But obviously there are stay-at-home dads out there and, and, you know, they're dealing with the same issues. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I love that. So then becoming a certified divorce financial analyst, um, tell me about that. Like that sounds like very, like, you know, just I don't know. Like it just seems like you had to go through like all of these
1: hoops to like get that. Like, how does that? How does that work? And what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely its own designation. Um, There are CDFAs all over the country, and it's definitely a specific skill set. You know, that's completely different than traditional financial planning that a CFP would do. So the CDFA. You know, we, of course, do cash flow projections for folks, but it's really, you know, we're looking at child support and spousal support and putting together the marital balance sheet and dividing assets. And looking at retirement plans, different types of retirement plans need to be divided differently. And the tax consequences of that. So it's very, it's a specific niche um, that folks, I think if financial advisors want to do that work, they should have that designation. And, you know, I found at least here in Columbus, the divorce attorneys, the family law attorneys, they like to work with, you know, folks that have done the work, the CDFAs that know the business that, you know, aren't going to come in and necessarily quote unquote, blow up a case, you know, cause, mm-hmm. you know, you get a financial advisor who comes in and if they're not familiar with how the process works and, you know, why an attorney may be doing something, you know, they can, I've seen it where clients have been derailed and the process, you know, takes longer and is more expensive if, you know, somebody comes in and, you know, gets their fingers in the case.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's so important too, um, which is why I've been, you know, working to kind of create like a, you know, a really good network of people that can work together that are certified in, you know, divorce, because it really, does take you know a certain skill set? Like you have to be very patient. Yes. <laughs> and you have to like basically be a therapist at the same time while yes. doing your job. So
1: absolutely, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So if someone listening to this um, was either contemplating divorce or was going through a divorce, what would be like your top maybe three things? Um, like top three pieces of advice you would give them um, to really like think about and to you know really just hone in on right so my biggest
1: piece of advice and this is really for anyone yeah that in a marriage or living with someone I think both parties need to have some idea of the finances right you need to know where to find your tax returns you know need to know what the budget is you need mm-hmm. to know you know, what retirement plans are out there and sources of income. Because I think the biggest mistake or challenge that I see when somebody is thinking about going through a divorce or they start the process is, you know, and maybe it's the stay at home spouse or once, you know, spouses divide responsibility. You take care of the kids, I'll take care of the finances. Or you take care of the house, I'll take care of the finances, whatever it may be. Um, If someone starts the process of terminating their marriage and they don't, know what's out there they well I don't know what my spouse's retirement plan is oh I haven't seen an income tax return in five years like that's a problem because we need that information for both parties so I think for anyone yeah you know anyone out there that's listening just make sure you know have at least an annual meeting with your partner right yeah and look at all those things look at your tax returns when they're filed look at the balances in all of your retirement plans and investment accounts and just know what's out there because you know a lot of times one spouse doesn't see it coming right yeah And all of a sudden uh, another spouse is telling them that they're moving out and all that documentation goes with them yeah and then that makes our job and it makes the process so much more expensive yes. Because you got to pay people to help you track down all the information yeah so i think that's the biggest tip
0: yeah no i think that's so good um and i think it's such good advice too because i you know i I think anyone should know you know about the bills like you said because you know what what if god forbid something happens to your spouse you know and you can't even ask them you know where like where is our money What, you know how do you pay the bills things like that so i just think it should be an open Communication. I also think that it might avoid a few divorces <laughs> if people were that you honest, you know, with people. Um, my husband and I actually just started doing a uh, a marriage retreat um, this year, and okay. so we decided we're going to do it every year. And it's just to make sure we're staying on the same page with finances, with goals, with um, you know, just kind of how we we see everything going. Um, it's just kind of a check in, yeah. you know. And I think that was something I learned, you know, from going. Through a divorce, and then you know, like, okay, how can we stay on the same page? Right, so.
1: yeah, absolutely. Or I've seen folks do like quarterly meetings or monthly check ins on budgets just to make sure, yeah, you know, you stay on track for, you know, if you're in a happy partnership or marriage, stay on track for your retirement goals and yeah, planning for vacations and things like that. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, what do you think would be like your
0: next piece of advice or like the first step that someone should do? Um, you know, when looking for a financial planner, whether they're going through a divorce or not, like what, you know, what are some key things that they should be asking or looking for in a financial
1: planner? Right. A financial advisor in general, um, I would say, how does that person work with their clients? And you know, the biggie is always, how do we get paid? Yeah. You know, we're super transparent when folks come in for that first meeting. This is how we, this is our fees. This is how we get paid. Um, I think that's the most important thing. So whether it's your estate planning attorney or, you know, a CDFA or your real estate agent or your financial advisor, you know, how do we get, like, that's the most important thing is to be transparent um, and know. So, you know, one, have all your documents. Yeah. Know what you have and then the, know what you're going to pay somebody um, to help you through the process. Um, Of course, a financial advisor would say that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Know your numbers. And then, um, you know, a third tip is, you know, start thinking about your goals. If you find yourself in a situation where you're the one that's terminating the marriage or you find out that, you know, it's going to happen, you know, unfortunately with or without, you know, your consent um, or, you know, somebody's going to start the process. Yeah you know, what are your goals and, and really think about, you know, what do you want? You know, some folks say, and I hear, you know, the moms and myself included, I've been divorced and, you know, we want to keep the home for the kids, right? Yeah. Disrupt the kids as, as le- least as possible. Um, so I see a lot of folks say, you know, my number one goal is just keep the house until the kids graduate from high school. Maybe that's your goal. Or your goal is, I want to stay on track for retirement at mm-hmm. you know, 55 or 65 or whatever it may be. Just start thinking about those goals. Yeah.
0: Well, and with, um, I'm sure that you talk with them, but with Ohio still being a dour state, you know, um, do you have those conversations with them, like just letting them know that they have dower rights? So with, um, like with the House... Uh, you know, even if one person in the marriage is on the mortgage, both people own that piece of property. So Ooh, at right. the end of the marriage, it would have to be, you know, split in half. Yes. So um, that's probably the the easiest way to explain dower rights. So I just wanted to make sure everyone, you know, that's listening, like understood, like kind of what that means, because there's not that many states left that have dower rights. And, you know, Ohio obviously is is one of them. But yeah. um, so if you were looking at their financial picture and you saw that it didn't make, financial sense for them to, you know, even though their goal is to keep that house, how would you kind of navigate that to let them know that like, hey,
1: this isn't in your best interest? Or would you just say that? Right. Well, and that's where the financial planning piece comes in. I think, you know, number one, everybody needs to look at a financial plan, you know, every five to 10 years and look at projections and figure out how you're going to get to retirement. Um, It usually happens once folks are and I'm saying folks with kids are in their later forties or, you know, kids yeah. are, you know, finishing high school because there's so much expenses with kids. It's so hard to, learn, For sure. you know, envision in yourself, but make sure you have a retirement plan. And then as life changes happen, you know, if you're widowed or you're divorced, yeah, you know, let's sit down and do those projections because I can't tell somebody without doing a projection if they can afford to keep the house or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that makes so much sense. And I love that that's like something that you would take into consideration. Like if someone came in and if that was their goal, you'd be like, okay, well, you know, according to like all of your projections and your goals, this doesn't align. So it probably makes more sense for you to, to sell the house and split the profit 50-50, 50 since it's, you know, a dower state. Yep. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and again, so going back to the CDFA and the marital balance sheet, I mean, the yeah. attorneys want the marital balance sheet. We want to look at it because... If someone wants to keep the house, what is the other person going to receive in the mm-hmm. divorce in lieu of the house and how are they going to pay that person out and can they afford to do that and all those good things? Because then there's taxes involved, yes. right? You want to make sure the taxes are equalized and, and you don't want to go into a you know, agree to a divorce in front of a judge if... If you haven't explored all of that and understand.
0: Yeah. No, I totally agree. I love that. That's such great advice. Um, Well, thank you so much for taking time to, like, meet with me. Um, You know, as we wrap up, is there anything else that you kind of wish that people out there would know or, like, anything that we maybe didn't cover um, in this that you're just really, like, I really want people to know
1: this? Yeah. Um, You know, I – gosh, I think – having a good handle on your documents and, and having a plan in place financially for yourself, no matter who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone should, should be thinking about that.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you're super busy. Um, and as you can hear, maybe (laughs) there's so much construction going on. So there's a lot of stuff going on here in your building. Yeah. it's exciting here in Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Um, Oh, you know what? I did think of one additional question actually. Yeah. Are you able to help anyone in other States or is it only here in Ohio? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay
0: anyone in any state
1: oh I perfect
0: can... yep okay yeah that's great so anyone listening uh yes. that's not here in ohio could still yes. you. reach out okay absolutely perfect I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, I'm glad I thought of that before we wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> but thank you again for taking time. I appreciate it. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, so definitely make sure that you uh, review because uh, as I always say, feedback is the greatest gift you can give. So make sure that you um, hopefully give it a five-star review and follow the show so that you never miss another episode. Thanks and see you next time on Come to Find Out.